Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from Lincoln, America. Here's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. Husker Online, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. And longtime college football assistant coach, Bill Bush. I want to buy a couple ducks. I'm bringing two ducks to the office. This is Early Break. Friday, happy Husker men's basketball victory Friday. Two of the guys that are in the open are not here, and that is Jake Sorensen and Bill Bush. Nick Sainert filling in for Jake. Bill will be back on Monday. I will also be back on Monday, but the longtime staple, Steve Sipple, is in the building. Sip, what's up? Uh, not a lot, or or you could say, actually, there is a lot if you think about last night, but we're here. We'll make it work. We'll do more than make it work. Yeah, I was going to say, there, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Sorry. And, right. and we're feeling good about ourselves. Right. And ne- Nebraska. Nebraska gets the massive win last yeah. night. We're going to talk all about it. I, Six o'clock hour, sponsor, hour one, is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out job openings at gainatrucking.com. Yeah, it was massive. We're going to talk about, let's talk about, what else are we talking about today? Well, we got Husker football conversation, right? You yeah. spoke to uh, Ethan Piper yesterday. Yeah, what we're else? Gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about and discuss the stupidity that Alabama baseball coach Brad Bohannon experienced with the uh, NCAA infractions that were handed down Damn yesterday man. with uh, sports betting and wagering during an Alabama LSU game or before it's an a, Alabama LSU game last year. It's obviously an uncomfortable conversation. But there's there's a conversation to be had about it, mm-hmm. and we yes, that's interesting. Um, it, it's so yeah. it's it's going to be a, a, a comical conversation uh, w- when you look at the details and you you learn once again from the legal documents. Uh-huh. It's it's hard not to kind of sit back and laugh a little bit <laughs> because of of at the stupidity of these two gentlemen. Yeah, unless you're yeah them. Unless you're the two participants, or, which yeah. they're not, they haven't been doing any laughing for the last year. Well, no, one of them, not the coach, but the bettor, mm-hmm. is facing pretty significant prison time. Yeah, for destroying <laughs> evidence. Yeah. And well, wit- there's wit- there's three things. It was it was destroying evidence, tampering with witnesses, and falsifying statements to the FBI. Just that. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. I mean, I think that will equate to prison time. Not maybe I- not. Maybe, yeah. I, I think it's up to 10 years he's facing. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he'll get 10, but yeah. Out of those three, it feels like the falsifying witnesses to the F, or excuse me, uh, falsifying, you know, statements to the FBI might be the most egregious. Yeah. And Brian, Brian Bohannon <laughs> could get hired by another school, but he would have to sit out 100% of the seasons for five years. Five seasons. That's me hiring you tomorrow and saying, all right, we'll see you in 2029. <laughs> 
the NCAA's made it essentially to where he just won't ever coach again. Right. I mean, that's that's basically what they and did. And that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, right. I mean, he's it's a scary conversation. We'll have that later. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do that later. Uh plenty of stuff to get to, but first we have to get to a roll call. Now I understand mm. yesterday. I understand that yesterday Bill Bush made a comment of today or yesterday it was where you're texting from. Today on a Friday, where would you like to be texting from? Yes, I like if, that. If you had to like choose that. one spot anywhere in the world, it could have been Pinnacle Bank Arena, if you will. If you had one spot to choose, let us know. Where would you want to be texting in from this morning? Uh, we'll shout you out on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, 402 464 Five six eight five. By the way, the roll call sponsored by Madsons, Boyne, and Billards, just south of Forty Eighth and Holdridge. So text your name and where you want to be listening from. We'll never know if you're actually telling the truth or not. Or where would you? Where? Just, go ahead. Just texting from where you're actually from. Where, where would you like to be? I would like to be exactly where I was three weeks ago at this time. Okay, Cancun. Cancun. So you enjoyed it that much? I did. It was the weather was the big right. was the big piece for me. The okay. ability to just get out and step out on the deck every single morning and know you know what today is going to be sunny and eighty degrees. Is the weather? What is the weather like in Cancun and on a pretty much daily basis? Would you say sunny and eighty degrees? What What's it get down to? Seventy six. During the nighttime. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, like set maybe seventy three. I I didn't know that. That was a yeah part of Hawaii too. It's eighty every day, and it gets down to sixty five at night. It gets it gets maybe a little humid at night. I mean, all day it's humid just because you have the water close to you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, no, you you step out on the balcony and it's you're just so we, sunny or sunny all the time. So Cancun is where you'd be. Yeah, I it's I guess the. I guess the common answer would be warm weather places. Same with me. Yeah. I'd say Barbados. Hey, it's Barbados. Yeah. That's that's oh, yeah. unique. <laughs> it's not um, that unique. It's a Caribbean island. It is a Caribbean it's island. Far, but... It's really south. That's the I've been to four or five five, and that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'd rather I'd I'd like to be there. Hawaii was really nice though. Oh yeah, well, you got to go to Hawaii. Yeah, it was nice. And yeah. and that it's just what you said. It's it, the same thing. It's the weather. Yeah. Um God. The, 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 the tough part is, sip. both of our tans are, are coming off. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. That's we, you know, it's 59 degrees, though. High of 59 degrees in Lincoln today. Oh, God, really? Which I, I brought out the, as you call it, the short pants. Yeah. You got, it's 59 today again? Yeah, a high of 59 degrees today. Because yesterday was similar. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank all you right, for that bit of good let's, news. Uh, let's get to the roll call. Let's see where people want to be texting in from. We got a lot of them, so let's just get it rolling as we got Tad. Who wants to listen from Jamaica? We have Good Morning, Nick, Sip, William checking in from Phoenix, Arizona. I live in paradise. Where else would I want to be? Go Big Red. Hmm. Speaking huh. of speaking of Phoenix, that's where Jake Sorensen is currently located. That's where he's, he's uh, spending a couple of vacation days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A couple of vacation days before he makes the uh, hops on a flight to Vegas for Super Bowl festivities next week. So uh, there's that. Uh, Jay in Winter Park, Florida, age 58, would love to be in Rochester, New York. How about that? Rochester, New York. Why Rochester? Yeah, Maybe yeah. There's somebody there. there there's got to be follow-up answers to some of these. If you, if you want to give us more details on why you want to be in your desired place, let us know. Uh, we have somebody who wants to be in a cottage in the mountains. 
Brandon, age 41, is in Texas. Husker Mike from Waterloo wants to be in Destin, Florida. Okay. Um, Heather says she wishes she was in Ireland right now. Ireland. Um, We got, let's see, John from Fremont, listening from home, but would love to be in Phoenix, he says. Okay. Uh, Pecan Pie is 51, currently on on West Cornhusker, but would rather be in the South Pacific on an island. Um, Eric in Omaha, age 37. I wish I was on a beach in Clearwater, Florida. Okay. Wet blanket. So how about this? Wet blanket. Wherever CJ Wilcher is, he's going to have a great day today. There it is. <laughs> Wet blanket <laughs> chiming in uh, he's early in, in the morning. Would you like to be in class? Hey, you know, I wouldn't mind it either. You know, uh, I would not want to be in class. No. Uh, Scott in Stonebridge, Stonebridge Creeks wants to be at the President Hotel in downtown Kansas City, hmm. um, <laughs> which I have something for idle chit chat. By the way, speaking of hotels, uh, Turks and Caicos says Stacy okay. and Lincoln. Okay, we good. have uh, Mick Safety from Vernanza, Italy. Uh, Tim from Texas says Tim from Lincoln. What now? What now? Tim from Lincoln wants to be in Tim in Tim from Texas. Okay, okay. What was the Italy yeah, that was thing? Tough. What was the Italy thing? Vernanza? Vernanza? Yeah. He wants to be in Vernanza? Yeah. It says McSafety from Vernanza, Italy. Okay. This is really confusing because I'm not sure if people are actually in there I'm, in these locations. I just got thoroughly confused by we're, the last two. We're having a tough time with this. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. Chris in Fremont. <laughs> age, age 48 says any place but here. Uh, we got Laverne from Hawaii would like to be texting from Europe. Enjoyed my time there when I was in Italy. Mm. Um, we got, oh, how about this? Jay in Winter Park, Florida, who wants to be in Rochester, says I want to be in Rochester because my kids are there. Okay. That makes sense that, then. Rochester, yeah, of New course York. That makes, so, yeah, I figured it had to be somebody, right? Yeah. Brad, who is Jennifer's hubby, says Cabo. He wants to be in Cabo. Um, we have a 23-year-old listening in Dallas. Wish I was in Lincoln because PBA is locked down. How about that? 23 <laughs> years old. Except I'll be I'll be 23 in 20 days. Oh my God! I'm getting That's old. all you are. I'm getting old. That's all you are. I'm I'm a ripe 22 right now. You're 22 years old currently in the flesh. Uh, Cleeton South Lincoln says I want to be at the Buffalo Bill Rodeo. Big rodeo people. Okay. Andrew in Golden, Colorado. Um, he says, I choose to be in a headset next to Sipple right now. Well, that Nick gets that yep. distinction. Yeah. Anybody, it's it's for the taking, though, if anybody wants to <laughs> wants to come on in. Uh, Mike from age 43 from Lincoln. I want to be in OKC, and I happen to be hitting the road to Oklahoma City to take my 10-year-old son to the Thunder game. No kidding. You nope. just attended an NBA yeah, game Memphis, just a few days ago. Yeah, the, Gri- the Grizzlies and the Magic. Now, I wonder who Oki City plays. Wonder what game sure. he's going to. We, we can find this out really quickly. Here. Su- yeah, Josh can do it. Keep yeah. going. You okay, keep going. see, I'm not used to having Josh here. I'm not used to there having somebody in the back, you know, just pushing all the buttons Nick, and doing everything. There he sits, right behind you. There he is, and there is Josh. Yeah. Uh, Josh. Speaking of Josh, Josh in Web City says, I want to be at the Ticket Studios talking sports with you all. Oh, that'd be fun. That uh, would be fun. Web City, so that's Missouri. Missouri. Was that for sure Missouri? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Josh in Web City, Missouri. Uh, Jane and Lincoln wants to be at St. Andrew's Golf Course. Mm. Um, we're not going to unfortunately be able to get to all of these. Um, <laughs> Swift from Lincoln. Just keep going. We got time. Swift from Lincoln <laughs> says Genesis at 70th and A, but I wish I was in Vegas right now. Okay. Now, I have to, I have a story to tell about Swift from Lincoln. You do? I, he ran, I got to meet Swift from Lincoln at a local bar last okay. or 
last weekend or two weekends ago? Okay. Two weekends ago. A pub. A pub. Yes. Uh, down there in uh, downtown Lincoln. Okay. And Swift and I had a great time enjoying you beverages. You did? Yes. Okay, Swifty. Did you? Yes. Did Swift you, from by Lincoln. the end of the night, were you calling him Swifty? I was not. I was not. You know, I, 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 if, I, if I remember correctly, he was with his fiance. Okay. And you know, I didn't want to cross any lines there. Didn't want to cross any <laughs> I boundaries. I, I don't think Swifty would have been crossing boundaries. Okay. Swifty. Well, you never know nowadays with folks. Okay. Uh, Oklahoma City. Hey, one second. Oh, one second. <laughs> Charlotte tonight. Toronto on Sunday. Okay. All right. The Hornets. Bryce yeah. McGowan. You. I, I guarantee you, those tickets are manageable in terms of price. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Get in price. Cheaper than probably Nebraska, Wisconsin last night, I would imagine. Yeah. Nebraska, Wisconsin. $10. Was, okay, that's $4 cheaper than Nebraska last night. Is that right? 14 bucks on StubHub was the get-in price. That was the get-in price? It was. That seems Up low. Up to tip-off. Is that low? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it seems low. That seemed a little low, but the, the, the stadium or the arena was full. Full. So uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, we have East Lincoln West, age 39, 6'3", 210 pounds. And he says, I would like to be in Mid Plains Advisors' vault full of money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, there's a vault full of money, apparently. I've heard that. That's yeah. what I've heard. Um, all right. So speaking of hotels, have you heard? You're a, you're a man that travels often, right? Mm -hmm. Have you? How often have you ever been to a Drury Inn and Suites? Um, that's a good question. Maybe once or twice. That's and very few. You need yes. to go a lot more. Why do you say that? Drury Inn & Suites may be one of the most underrated hotel chains. And I found out yesterday okay. that there is one coming to Lincoln. Right over by the Old and Journal it's, it's confirmed. It's going to be one of the biggest hotels in Lincoln. Interesting. And I'm a big staycation guy. I like to I like to just spend a, a day from a, a at a hotel every now and then. And there's something about Drury Inn & Suites that isn't really appealing to me. I don't know if it's the free food. I don't know if it's it's a more reasonable hotel and it's a very nice hotel establishment. It's also a place that whenever I would go down to Chiefs or Royals games, we'd stay at the Drury right across the street next to the Denny's. Well, then wait a second, wait a second. In Kansas City, in or Kansas Saint Joe? City, in Kansas City, because there's one in there Saint is Joe. one that you always pass on the left hand side right. onto Saint Joe. That's yes. also across from a Denny's. Yes. Well, Denny's is across the interstate. See, well, then there's a little bit of problems with. With Drury Inns be, or in Kansas City because they closed the one across the interstate from Kaufman and Arrowhead Stadium. That turns into a Hotel Lotus. And then the Denny's caught on fire. <laughs> and so that whole block is just gone. Is that right? Yes. Is that right? Yes. And so anyway, that was one of the worst days of my life is when I found out, first of all, that Hotel Lotus took over that Drury Inn and Suites. Second of all, was when the Denny's blew up. Not blew up, just caught on fire. Just caught on fire. It's back, it's back. It's oh, still, it's back. It, it, it might still be alive, I don't know. I uh, Funny story about that, uh, 93.7, the ticket listeners might remember Nathan Brennan. Sure. Okay, so Nate is now down at, in Kansas City, working for the CBS station down there. Well, one of his one of the first days when he was on his new job was when the Denny's caught on fire. And, and did he have to go? He had to go report, report on from it. it. And he said people were showing up for work like, oh no. The Denny's is oh, on fire. That would suck. And so Nate was the one that had to tell him, like, "Yeah, you guys aren't working today." That'd be awful. I'm telling no, you. Nobody told the Denny's employees that they were they had the day off because their restaurant was on fire. Yeah, so you wouldn't. I mean, there goes your paycheck. Yeah. You know? I mean, 
Yeah. That's a bad deal. I wouldn't want to walk up to the ticket to, only to see it on fire. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and then there's a Hotel Lotus right behind it. Oh. But anyway. I, I had no idea <laughs> that you had an affinity for the Drury Inn. It's something about the, they, they got, I don't know if you remember or recall, free drinks. There's like a happy hour time where it's like free pop and popcorn. And like the one in, Can- there's ones in Kansas City that uh, have like nachos that you can just go down and eat for free. I had no idea. And so we'd go down there as a family and you can call us cheap. I don't care. But my buddies and I, if we stay in a jury and in suites, we go down there and it's, hey, there's our dinner. No, I'm not calling you cheap. Um, Josh has is Wayne in Cleveland. There it is. He got a free dinner and free drinks at the jury. And I wonder what that dinner, like what kind of dinner are we getting here? Yeah, I don't know. Josh will have to tell us. Like a normal dinner. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, okay, it's possible now that I have never stayed at a Drury Inn. Because I would You're remember. you out. Wouldn't I remember a free, like, free stuff in the lobby? Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just sitting out there. And it's like once 5 o'clock hits, or maybe it's even like 4, once once that time hits, I mean, the nachos or the nacho cheese is hot. The pop machine is turned on. I'd know this. The popcorn, I would, I would remember. The popcorn is popping. I've I never, mean, it's it's. I going. think it's safe to say I've never stayed at a Drury, and I'd remember all. I'd I'd remember if that was the case. Oh, it, it's so. Long story short, when I've learned that Lincoln is getting a Drury in and suites, it kind of tugged at the heartstrings, and I'm pretty excited for Lincoln to get a Drury in and so suites. So there'll be a high rise hotel as people drive in on the interstate into downtown Lincoln is what we're talking yeah. about. High rise hotel, and what would you envision? Fourteen floors. Yeah, I think I, I believe I read something 15. around the 280 rooms. Okay, I, I believe I read that. I, I hope that's correct. I wonder how many floors that is. I, I don't know, but uh, how about this? We got a texter that says totally agree. Best hotel chain for the price. Very nice. Um, Sebastian says love the free beer tickets at Den at Drury's. Uh, this is I'm telling you, I haven't I haven't stayed in one since I've been 21 though. So I, I'm not. You're I'm only un, 22. I'm un. I, I know, but I'm un, unclear on the free beer tickets. Okay. I always just used it for the free pop, and popcorn. I'm, I'm really intrigued right now by yeah. by what's going on by that big hotel that's going up right as you come into town. Mm-hmm. It's, it's they're building it. Hey, by the way, this is something you wouldn't know. I don't think because of your age, where they're building the Drury Inn. Mm-hmm. On that plot of land, used to sit at Denny's. Really? Back in the day. So I would say it was when I started at the Journal Star and I was in school. So it would have been 86, 87. Wow. Probably was still open. Now, this is where the textures come in. That Denny's was across, you know, there's a parking lot. There's a Journal Star parking lot before they put up the printing press. And I would walk across that parking lot to the Denny's. I want to say it stayed open till 90, early 90s. That well before my time. Yes. Well before my time. Scott in Stonebridge Creek says the one in Santa Fe, New Mexico is spectacular. In the plaza in Santa Fe, last summer they had pulled pork, nachos, hot dogs, sliders, and ice cream, as well as free drink tickets for you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You don't you don't ever have to leave the, oh, you don't ever really have to amazing. leave the hotel. Now you didn't you wouldn't know this. There's no way you would know this. <laughs> Uh, but I, we could talk for two hours about this subject. I have an odd fascination with hotels. I enjoy hotels. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm like you on that. And the Drury Inn is always... The Drury Inn 
in St. Joe has always been of mild fascination to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, although I've never stayed there. I've eaten at that Denny's, though. Yeah. I've half stopped. I, I feel like everybody pulls off on that exit. If you're going whether, that way. Whether you're going if you're going to Kansas City, you gotta pull off at the St. Joe's exit. We'll get some lunch. We'll take a we'll take a restroom they stop. Ha- and they have that Speedy's Mart. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I'm talking I about? I do. It has horses. Yep. Horses. Uh, right off the right side. You got it. Yeah. God, you don't, you're amazing. Here here I am. Yeah, here I'm you present. Are. I'm yeah, in the moment. Yes, you are. I, you know how I know you that you are present. I made I made a stop at a uh, store to like a, a gear store. It's called Fanatics. My heart was crushed the last time I went down to Kansas City in July because I every single day at time, and this was the first time I took my girlfriend down there, or she came with me. Is I was like, all right, now it's a tradition for me. I have to stop, pull over, go into Fanatics. I don't usually buy anything, but I'm gonna I'm gonna peruse. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. a look around. Mm-hmm. I go over there. It's just, it's in that mall that's over there in okay. St. Joe's, off the exit. So I take the exit, go around where I usually know it is. It's closed. It's closed. They just they did they up and they they took away with the Fanatics. Gone. Just Fanatics. Just Fanatics. The not not there. the mall's still there. Okay. But Fanatics is the only store in there that Which matters. Which girlfriend? My girlfriend. <laughs> um, here we that, go. Yeah, here yeah. we go. Oh, okay. there's a phone call. Yeah, that's crazy. That was quick. That was quick. That was quick. Once again, that is. Phone's buzzing. Yeah, there it is. Oh, oh, there's an unread text message. I'm in trouble too. Yep, yep. So once again, that's idle chit chat. That was some idle chit chat. There it was. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call or text Andrew today at four zero two. Four four zero six two nine seven to get your fertilizer appointments <laughs> set for the spring. Um, there you go. We better talk some ball. Here. Uh, we should talk some ball. <laughs> right. Um, Husker Husker men's basketball. When it looked so bleak. Good God. I mean, my goodness. When it looked like Nebraska was <sighs> dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Here they come storming back. They use defense to help their offense. Mm-hmm. They force, I believe, nine or ten turnovers in the second half alone. You got it. And they come back from a 19-point deficit to win 80-72 to 72 in overtime. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here, but I think we start with what you just said. They use defense to kind of jumpstart themselves. They started doubling a lot. Yeah. They would double. I, I want to say in layman just watching from a layman they would double the post a lot mm-hmm. they're doubling every, every single time either nolan winter caught the ball or steven crow caught the ball they would double him down low now the key is i mean it's a strategy and it's a good strategy by the coaching staff but the key is execution and the and the key is it's it's execution but it's also effort and and the effort was tremendous nebraska yeah. just dug in it was kind of like there's two the, the two biggest impressions I have from that game is that is that Nebraska kind of got down I thought they got you know they got down 19 and they realized okay we're in a heap of trouble and our season could be in a heap of trouble so we better sell out here I mean we better with every fiber of our being get back in this game and give us give ourselves a chance then on the other hand what you saw was Wisconsin, there was a couple things about Wisconsin that was striking to me. It's almost like, stay with me on this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like getting out to that big lead, they gained a false sense of security, I thought. And okay. they and I thought they did. They I think they thought this is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. By halftime, even though Nebraska was still down 16, I thought they're in it. They'll be in it. They're, they're, they're going to give themselves the chance to win. 
Yeah. Because of the way Wisconsin was playing at that point. Very tentative. They got very like, we just gotta just we just gotta get to the end. We should be fine. No, nope, mm-hmm. that's not the way to play. They kind of stopped attacking, is what I'm saying. They if you look at that game, if you go back and watch it, you will see them standing around a lot on offense. I, I would even argue that for the entire contest, Wisconsin settled a lot for shots. Now, the okay. difference was that they made them in the first half. They did. Um, Greg Gard even said that in the postgame show, the head coach for Wisconsin, is that he said he was he was mentioning that he believed that they settled for too many jump shots. Okay. Um, not only in the second half especially, but also in the first half. And he said, you don't notice it because we were making them right. in the first half, right? A.J. Store Ooh, was electric yeah. from the beginning, from the from the get-go, right? He, I yeah. think he had the first eight points before Chucky uh, Hepburn then had two, and then A.J. Store had another two after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so A.J. Store was in double figures f- basically from the get-go. He finishes with 28 when it looked like it was a surefire 30-burger that he was about ready to put up <laughs> on, on Nebraska yeah, at yeah. the start. A.J. Store is a St. John's transfer, mm-hmm. and he is he's different than – I mean, he's he, it's, it's almost strange to see – Wisconsin with that level of an athlete. They they don't always yeah. have that level of an athlete. Keep going. Now, one one key that I want to I want to talk about for Wisconsin was that Stephen Crowell is a guy who has put up a plethora of points on Rink Mast in his career. Not only when not not just when Rink Mast has been in Nebraska, but if you go back and watch or look at the statistics for when Wisconsin would match up with Bradley and yes. Rink Mast was playing, there's a 38 point game. In there by Crowl by Crowl against Rink Mass is that right? And look at yesterday and yesterday Rink or excuse me Crowl Stephen Crowl finishes with one point just uh, just attempts just two shots and goes zero for two from the field. Greg Gard said a post game he's like Crowl Steve's got to be more more aggressive. Well, give Nebraska a lot of credit, there. but we've also seen it to where Nebraska's game planned really well against some bigs. A big they do Zach, they get for two years consecutively. They've game planned well at home against Zach Eady, and now here we have it once again where they've game planned well against another big in, in Stephen Kraut. We've also seen him do it against Mady Sissoko mm-hmm. from Michigan State. Mm-hmm. So many times we've seen Nebraska and and the Huskers staff figure out ways, whether it is even something as simple as doubling in the post mm-hmm. when they get the ball. It, it It's effective. It is effective. Kraut had 1.0 for, for 2 from the field. Again, the doubles are effective. They were effective, but it's there's there has to be a lot of rotation. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Effort, and that it was there. It was, I was, they got Wisconsin discombobulated. That's mm-hmm. what happened. I yep. mean, you have, and I don't know, I think Fred made some critical substitutions, got some guys out of there that weren't playing necessarily well defensively. Mm-hmm. And then they got the lineup in there that was playing well defensively. And then Wiltshire started going off. Well, so CJ Wiltshire, 16 second half points for CJ, who, who's been one of the most consistent players on this roster. And that's including rink mass, right? Yeah. Cause we've seen it where rink has, has dropped, you know, 30 plus 
and then he follows that up with a five-point game on just five shots. And then he follows it up and give Rink Mass credit last night, 20 points on 18 shots. He was gigantic. He, he was massive for Nebraska. And so you you have C.J. Wilcher, who's been kind of the, the most consistent guy and is is needed to has needed to accept his role coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. That's a big piece of it, I think, is oh, that absolutely. they've they've attempted and tried to put C.J. Wilcher in the starting role. They've been forced to sometimes because of injuries and suspensions at the beginning of the season. And while he can still be effective, C.J. Wilcher has now fully embraced this role of of sixth man off the bench. Yeah, and and he's one of the best in the Big Ten at it. It's instant offense. And last night he had one of those nights where I there was on one shot. It was either Kugler or Nick Ball who said it looked like he wasn't even looking at the basket. It was mm-hmm. kind of like that kind of night for him. Yeah, that he that he he had to get the shot up quickly, and it was probably a seventeen foot shot about. And he, yeah, he had that kind of night. Seven for ten from the field, five for seven from the three point line. He got fouled one time shooting a three, and it hit all three free throws. And you could just see he was feeling it. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and what what I've said about this team all along, I mean, from the very start, is that Fred did a good job of putting together a team with good shooters. They're good. Bryce Williams is an excellent shooter. I, I mean, you could see it yeah. right when I, he I, is I, an excellent shooter. When he has a beautiful yeah. shot, doesn't always he's, he hasn't been perfect at Nebraska, but as soon as they recruited him, I watched his film and thought, oh God, yeah, he's a, he's got a natural stroke. Well, and, and specifically with Bryce Williams, when he was on the floor last night, Nebraska was plus twenty in the plus and minus. <laughs> Not bad, right? Seventeen um, points. And, and uh, continuing that shooter conversation, yeah. Rink is a very good shooter from the perimeter. Wiltshire, um, Juwan Gary can be now. Casey is struggling right now, but mm-hmm. he's not now. He's what's happening with Casey? Correct me if I'm wrong. It looks to me like he's he's flicking it a little too much. You don't see him with his normal stroke right now. It's a kind of mm-hmm. more. It's too, a little too much of a flick. I, I would agree. I, I think also. Do you see that, Josh? Part of it. Oh, he didn't watch uh, all of it. <laughs> he's uh, working. He, he was working. working. He was working. He was working. He was, working. <laughs> he had, he was calling a high school game where right. somebody dropped fifty-two points last night. Hello. Um, but nonetheless, with Casey. I think what's what's can be you know disappointing at times is if you've watched any games from Nebraska, he just gets picked on on defense on the defensive end of the floor, and it doesn't matter how how fast you can run or it doesn't matter how quick you can be and, and keep up with a guy. If you're, I mean, he's just dramatically undersized right now, and we saw it last night. We've seen it in previous games, whether that was against Ohio State, we saw it whether it was against. Um, the last time out against Maryland, he just gets picked on. And, and you know, when the, the Kese on Tyler Wall matchup is not one that, you know, favors Nebraska. And so um, I, I think the, the defensive end, frustration on the defensive end can affect also your, your play and decision-making on offense. It can. And I think at times, you know, Kese is trying to shoot his way or, or still prove how that in ways that he's valuable. To this yes, team. yes, and, and he is still valuable. I want to make he, that clear. He is, and he he will have some more big nights. Trust me. He, he's still valuable, but I think that what Nebraska has proven time and time again is that there are multiple guys that can go out and help you win a ball game. That's 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 essentially what I was saying earlier when when I when I've said all along. I like 
the team he put together because there's multiple shooters. You mm-hmm. you don't have to rely on Casey, obviously. No, no. And that's what I liked. You know, Casey, they had to kind of rely on him in years past for that outside, for, for the jumpers. Not now. You don't need to. They He he took care of that. Fred took care of that. Casey will come back. Mm-hmm. He's had He's had a kind of a difficult little stretch here. He'll have a 21, 25-point night yeah. upcoming. He's he's too good of a shooter. I'm telling you, his shot looks a little funny right now, though. It looks like he's rushing it a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's that's partially, I'm sure, because teams are guarding him well, too, Nick. Yeah, they are. They are. I mean, more people certainly know about him, right? right? And he was, he, was, he was a preseason All-Big Ten selection. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's an honor that Nebraska doesn't isn't accustomed to having on their team um, in, in, in most recent years. I think when you just look at the the totality of this one last night, right? And, yes. and we're I want to have the the big picture conversation with you in the next segment, okay? Surrounding Nebraska basketball, but I mean Husker hoops down by nineteen. And when I tell you that the energy was sucked out of the arena, there was Wisconsin did a heck of a job. I mean they they lit it up from the start, and they uh, kind of took Nebraska's intensity and made Nebraska look like they weren't a very tough team in the first half. Fred Hoiberg then admitted in the postgame, he said, we jumped him at halftime. He said, quote, we jumped him at halftime. That's about as animated as I've ever been during a halftime. Good. End quote from That's Fred Hoiberg. Need and Probably he, need to have. And I heard, I heard he said it on the broadcast that he goes, I kind of got that blank stare back. Like, okay, so none of us on the coaching staff knew how they would respond. And so, <laughs> and so I mean, that's, that's fascinating. That's, I mean, if you truly, I mean, if you truly want to think about it, Tell me if I'm wrong here. That first half felt a lot like Creighton. It felt a lot like the Creighton game. Yeah. Nebraska struggled immensely from deep. You might remember that in that Creighton game, Nebraska shot um, twenty or excuse me, two of twenty-two mm-hmm. from beyond the three-point line. Mm-hmm. That that felt like the first half last night. Yeah, I, where where the, the the toughness wasn't there, the intensity yeah, wasn't they, there. They were three of eleven from they, the three-point line. They couldn't they couldn't get any shots to fall in the first half, but then. A little bit of juice comes out in the second half, and then, you know, lo and behold, they force a couple turnovers. The crowd gets into it. C.J. Wilcher comes in, hits a couple big shots. And Nebraska, one thing that's just dramatically different this year is they just hit tough shots. Like, if you think in years past, Nebraska struggled to hit open shots. And here they are, C.J. Wilcher, with a guy in his face, is hitting contested threes consistently. Rink. Hit a late three with the seven-footer in his face. Rink hit a step-back three once again. With the seven-footer in his yes, face. Yes, Rink hit a Rink hit a, a two times from the right side of the bucket. Mm-hmm. Hits like a quick little turnaround floater thing. Yeah, he's... It's just, there's so many angles that we can talk about with Nebraska basketball, whether it's the depth, whether it's the, the perimeter shooting from a guy like C.J. Wilcher last night, whether it's just the fact that over the course of a season, Nebraska has a big man that actually looks smooth holding nice. the basketball. Yeah. Not Derek Walker. Derek did too. Derek, Derek was smooth. Oh, he was. But really I, smooth. I, I, Rink Mass provides another level in my well, opinion. Well, because Walker didn't shoot the three You're like right. Rink. You're absolutely right. He didn't shoot it. He couldn't go as far out on the floor and shoot it. Now, I, get back to this game, Nick. And I mean it when I say at halftime, I thought Nebraska could close and make a big game. Mm-hmm. Of, and here's why. They did get back in the first half. They did. And then Chucky had that Chucky Hepburn. 
had the late ten point surge. So yeah. it it sort of off dis- of two lazy passes. Yeah, it sort of yeah. distorted what I thought was reality. Nebraska mm-hmm. had gotten back in the game. Yeah, they were down by eleven with with like I think three in minutes and some change left in the in the first half. And I, I I leaned over and I told some people that I was sitting next to, all right, get it to single digits, and you feel pretty good in about it. In case they had an open look and missed. Yep. yep. And I thought that would have taken the roof off, but but I just thought the tenor of the game it wasn't the second half that it changed in my mind. It was first half. I, I thought late in the first half, mm-hmm. the the period you're talking about, I was like, all right, Nebraska's going to be in this game, and then Chucky had that late spurt, and yeah. that kind of you know that. That I just thought that distorted reality a little bit. Mm-hmm. The reality in my mind was Wisconsin's starting to stand around. They don't look right right now. I understand that, but also I think in in being realistic, you re, you, you know you understood that you're facing off against the number six team in the country. And Wisconsin, Wisconsin, I, I don't care. I don't good. care what that second half says. That that was uncharacteristic for yeah, Wisconsin. They're, good. they're a good team, right? There, there was a lot of it. There was, there's some truth to Wisconsin allowed Nebraska back into that game, mm-hmm. right? They, they, they left the door open a little bit. Nebraska took it, and they, and they, they swung it open. But Wisconsin, that was an uncharacteristic performance since like the five minute mark of the first half uh-huh. on. It was uncharacteristic in that you know the record that Wisconsin had when they were up by fifteen or more at mm-hmm. halftime, right? One hundred and twenty and zero. Okay, so it was uncharacteristic in that way. What's not why I'm not sitting here in awe and, or not I don't want to say awe in shock is because I Josh will tell you I've said all along this is a good Nebraska team I don't know what mm-hmm. the, I I don't know I don't have an answer for the road thing I don't they're gonna win games on the road that's all I'm gonna say and, and, and probably it feels two like, or three it feels like the road conversation two or three is I'm just, serious Josh I think they'll win two or three well I think I think the road conversation is just all about it's just so mental right now maybe matchup oriented a little it, bit too. probably but I, I also think it's like they they hear the the outside noise the the, the narrative about it too the narrative I, I, goes away like that with one win with one win that's and it so does the the mental roadblock yeah. I think of that can we win on the road I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Northwestern I'm I'm I don't mind saying I I know people are going to say, Sipples, shut up. No, I would not be surprised if they beat North. This is a good Nebraska team. That's it. You can't beat Purdue and Wisconsin without being a good team. Well, and, All right? Now, you can also lose to Maryland bad, yes. and I get that. That's the pushback. But you can't – You can't. it can't be a one-sided conversation. They beat Purdue. They beat Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is better than Purdue. They, I would agree. Yeah. So – I, you can't take the wins away from them because they've yeah. lost on the road. I mean, you want to talk about a feather in your cap for an NCAA tournament resume. Oh, my gosh. Uh, two top ten wins. It, oh, doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. And and we're going to have the you know the negative Nellies that are, are texting in and calling in and saying. What are they saying? Well, no, I'm just saying that hypothetically speaking, they're at home, right? You got to do it on the road. No, yeah. it doesn't of matter. Course, of course. Yeah, it I'm doesn't matter. I, like, they I, will. I, I, I sit here and I go. I don't care if it was in the in the fashion of a 19 point comeback or if Nebraska was in control all game long. You you got the victory you against got the victory. And and that's stuff that you, you haven't been able to say. Now, we talk I want to talk big picture. We're about ready to get to break here. Um we're about to take our first time out. I want to talk big picture because I don't under I don't know if people are understanding the magnitude of the remaining games on the schedule. Truly. We always talk about the NCAA tournament and certainly that's a conversation to be had. What about the Big Ten tournament? Because Nebraska is currently alone in fifth place yeah. in the Big Ten standings. Yeah. Sunday against Illinois will be the final game against a ranked opponent on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Nobody else that they face in the rest of the season is even close to being ranked. Right. Northwestern, even though they're a really talented team, 
They're similar to Nebraska. Still right. not a top 20, a fringe top 25 team. Fringe top 25. Right? So there are a, a, a plenty of opportunities ahead for Nebraska to not only get just one buy in the Big Ten tournament, but when Double you look buy. at the Big Ten ter- standings, it's Purdue, Wisconsin, and Illinois that are the top three teams, and, and no matter if Nebraska's beaten two of them or not, they are the top three teams. What about that fourth seed? Right. And, and, and people called me crazy yesterday for even insinuating the thought of it. But Did now they? I want to check the pulse Why now. Why they call you crazy? Because I don't think people thought Nebraska would win last night. I, I, what, Josh, what did I say all week? They're winning. I said 78-75 yesterday. But I, I, I want to talk about this because when you look at the schedule, don't forget Nebraska has the second easiest schedule. And, and yes, it's going to be easy. And it's, it's a layup to just say, well, they can't win on the road. They haven't won on the road. But we can speak in hypothetical. If it's because it will be a purposeful conversation, you don't think they can win in in saying that if Nebraska takes care of business, certainly at home, but also is able to steal a couple on the road, two or three, two or three, you're looking at being alone as the fourth seed in the Big Ten standings, which means you don't have to play till Friday. You're right. And it's crazy to think they can't win at Indiana or can't win at Ohio State or can't win at Michigan. Or even Northwestern. Northwestern yeah. will be tough, but I, I, I think two or three is in the cards. Two, I would say, is well. And if you look, they're at, good. They're good. Don't I just? What I don't do, Nick, is get lost in this, this, this sort of psycho babble that mm-hmm. they can't win on the road because there's some mental block. I don't buy it. I just don't buy that. They'll they'll beat a team they're better than on yeah. the road. That's what they're going to do. Well, and, and they're going to have an opportunity. And, and Fred Hoiberg doesn't care for the quick turnarounds. He's very adamant and very vocal about that in the postgame, in various postgames, right? After they beat Purdue, they had a quick turnaround and had to go to Iowa, I believe, in the next three days. Um, yeah, it was three days. It was three days. And today, or, you know, yesterday, last night, is the same situation. They'll travel to Champaign, a place where they historically don't play very well at, yeah. in, in yeah. Champaign, Illinois, against... Uh, top 15 Illinois, the fight in Illini, and uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. So once again, though, like don't forget, Nebraska just a couple of games ago prior to Maryland, according to the ESPN BPI, had the second easiest schedule remaining in the Big Ten Conference. The fourth seed is not out of the question. Right. And, and and certainly it should be a lock that you have a first-round bye. There's, it's it's got to be a lock. And guess what? If you're in that four to six range in the Big Ten standings, you feel pretty good about an NCAA tournament. Oh right? yeah, I mean that's that almost almost goes without saying. Yeah, they they just I don't know. I know I'm repeating myself at this point, but they're pretty good. Nebraska's a pretty good team. They look like yeah. a team that can win in the NCAA tournament. Man, so many angles. It's it's a fun Friday. We're having a good time today. Hope you guys are uh, enjoying it wherever you may be listening from. Uh, feel free to call and text into the show four six four five six eight five on the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman text line. Nick Sainert in for Jake Sorensen today. Bill Bush is out. He'll be back on Monday. So uh, I'm hanging out with Sip, a little bit of two-man radio on a Friday. We'll be right back. Early break on the ticket. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. 
Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.